0: I'm your co-host Neil Maharjan. This week we had about half a dozen guests cancel on us, and we got really desperate. So we took a deep dive into one of the most memorable parts of my mid-20s through the lens of the Chump Song Coffee. While editing this episode, I realized it was the only song in on the album that wasn't sung by the lead singer. So even if this song isn't your cup of tea, I definitely recommend you check out the album Teenage Retirement. Chump was a band that only put out this one full-length and broke up way too soon. Also. I spoke to Benoit before we released this and he raised no duels and blessed us putting it out. And that will all make sense in about ten minutes. After listening, I hope that you'll want to tell us about a song that got you through. If you do, please submit the form on our Instagram page, or email us. The song that got me through at gmail.com. Now enjoy the show. Hey Sarah, how's it going?
1: Good. Well, sort of. It's early. Hey Anil. It's, it's
0: it is it is early. we Have uh, We've had a lot of guests fall through um, due to the coronavirus and many other factors.
1: Yeah, the many other factors is that my friends just clearly don't care as much, um, and so they're very quick to just go ahead and bail on me. Um, Thankfully, we have a very special guest, our very own Anil.
0: Wow. Can you (laughs) imagine... Can you imagine, as a listener, how disappointing that's going to be to find out that the special guest this week is going to be me? Um,
1: You have great stories, that's why.
0: When I was telling Stephanie last night that um, I was going to be the special guest this week, she was like, there's really no one else? Like, (laughs) no one so um we're what we're really doing this week is giving the listeners exactly what they wanted and that is an anil story as if we don't do that every week
1: so yeah, you're really just listening to the people at this point
0: yes it it That's is all about the people.
1: people that tune into our podcast
0: yeah and uh i got an email actually got an email uh this week from porter airlines um i thought it was a a real sponsorship request, and it was a cease and desist letter. So we're we're Great. going pretty strong on yeah, we're we're going strong on the sponsorship. So I'm pretty excited about that.
1: Well, I'm I've reached out to ASAP Rocky, and he's on board.
0: Oh, ASAP, yeah. At least he's got some money. I mean, the airline industry is having a rough go. So I I didn't even want Porter Airlines anyway. Although I can't yeah. mention them by name anymore. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So uh, this week, we are sponsored by the French government. So um, that's pretty exciting. Well, I am the special guest this week. So I guess we're just going to stick with guest. Uh, in terms of the background that you need to know for the story before we give this a listen is um, before, before I moved to Seattle, I lived in New Jersey. And I lived in central New Jersey. And um, before I got married, uh, I lived in this really, really disgusting apartment, um, and I will tell you all about that just after this song. Um, <laughs> God, I know I'm really queuing this one up well. Um, yeah, so the song that we're going to be doing this week is Coffee by a band called Chumped. So let's give that a quick listen, and then uh, we'll tell the story about a French exchange student and my nasty old apartment. I know you said I was over my
1: So that was it. Um, If you're into that sort of thing, and now I'm really interested to hear how this was able to teach someone English, because that's kind of the whole premise of your story is that you taught someone English through this, not just this song, but this entire album, if I understand correctly.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, I really, I really love your footnote of this is great. If you are into (laughs) it, that makes me feel a hell of a lot better about this. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll let that one slide. Um, so yeah, uh, I was, I, I don't even know how many years ago this was at this point, but I was in a really interesting situation. Um, one day, uh, my dad gave me a call, and he said, um, do you want to host a French exchange student? And I was like, uh, where exactly am I so going to do that? This wasn't even
1: your idea. This was something your parents kind of threw upon you.
0: Uh, see, if, if you knew my dad, um, this would not be something that out of the question. My dad likes to do this thing where he doesn't ask, really. He's more like, oh, do you want to do this? But it's already in motion. Um, so yeah, uh, it, this was not my idea at all. Um, my dad asked me one day again, "Hey, do you want to host a French exchange student?" I'm like, um, "Can you tell me any more information about this?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, i i hosted I hosted his English teacher in the U.S. years ago, and you know, now his his English student wants to come to the U.S. and learn, and I was like." okay, can you tell me any more about this person? Like, I am mean, it's gonna... pretty
1: cool that he stayed in touch with this guy and now his son wants to do it and he's going to do it with you. I
0: I don't – I guess so. But, like, at that point, I had never never been in touch with this guy. I didn't know if I was about to get some, like, 45-year-old French man who is on the second leg of his life or having a midlife crisis about to be living in my apartment. Um Sure. So, yeah.
1: But that yeah, would have so also been pretty exciting.
0: It it would have been. It would have been really exciting. But what we got was something just infinitely better than that. And that is my dear friend. And I cannot even make this up. His name was Benoit.
1: Benoit. What? I know that name. From The Bachelor or <laughs> The Bachelorette. <laughs>
0: I mean, th- there's there's a good I'm
1: really ch- mad that I know that because I seriously don't watch that show.
0: Uh, one of my friends who's a, an avid listener of the show once tried to get me on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, actually. So that was uh, that that's my only connection with The Bachelor. But
1: you almost okay. went on it. Of course
0: not. Almost <laughs> anyone can submit a form. Um, yeah. So she submitted my form. And surprisingly, I never heard back. Um,
1: and then you met Benoit.
0: And then I met Benoit. Um yeah. he was also trying to be a contestant on the show, and we met on a, a fateful day. Yeah. Of
1: course.
0: So um, yeah, B- Benoit was coming to live in the US, and all I had was this really, really shitty apartment that was above a barber shop. Um and we had already, it was a three-bedroom apartment. And uh my friend and I had the first two bedrooms, and then we had Rented the third bedroom out to someone we met on Craigslist. So, obviously, already a very safe and normal environment. Um, And so, we didn't have any place to put this kid. So, um, we took apart our dining room table and we put a bed in the dining room. And the dining room did not have a door. Uh, You actually had to walk through the dining room to get to the kitchen. Um, So, we tacked or we nailed. A piece of wire to the wall and then right. hung a cloth over it
1: I, yeah. I at least you can appreciate the amount of effort that was put into this i mean yeah. were you even excited what like did you get excited before he came or was it not until after when you started to get to know him that you actually kind of formed this bond
0: um it was it was much after and we're terrible people this dude did was college kid didn't have any money we charged him rent to
1: you assholes
0: we okay to be fair we returned it at the end because we because we became such good friends with him so you're like hey
1: here's all your money back
0: yes yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) um so yeah uh we had we had a french kid living in our dining room um who we would wake up every day accidentally as we were making breakfast before we went to work um And we were all also working. Um, So this kid uh, sat in our apartment all day with not much to do. And we lived in suburban New Jersey. So there weren't buses to go anywhere. Um, So So he was
1: stranded is what you're saying.
0: He was stranded in suburban New Jersey living in a dining room.
1: I just can't help but feel bad for the kid right now. But I'm I'm waiting till you get to the part where you start to feel bad for leaving him stranded in an apartment all day. And so you start to teach him about music.
0: I mean, I, I obviously grew up speaking English, but my dad came to the US and he said that he learned English by watching TV. And Stephanie's dad, uh, when he came to the US, he initially learned English by listening to the Beatles. So I was like... I have a great idea. Why doesn't (laughs) Benoit listen to a random pop-punk band that no one's ever heard of, and that is how he can learn English? So it sounds like a great idea, right? Like, that's completely foolproof. Um, It's very similar to learning English by listening to The Beatles.
1: I don't think that's what your dad had in mind, if I'm being honest.
0: Well, you know what? He's not here, so he can't speak <laughs> for himself. But uh, I have a feeling that's not what he really had
1: in mind. So why did you choose this album?
0: That's that's an excellent question. That is a really excellent question. Um, I I don't know. It, it was an album that all of my friends were listening to at the time. And kind of like you hinted at at the beginning of the episode, um, it's an acquired taste. It's not, you know, it's not an <laughs> album that you can um To
1: be fair, the first one that you sent me that was what what was the first one that you sent me? Uh, the title of that Decem- song.
0: December is the longest month.
1: Okay, that one was pretty the clip that I listened to from the song we're talking about right now a little different. I like the first one better. I'm just being honest.
0: Okay. All right. But all right.
1: it sure it's an acquired taste. So leading up to this moment, did this album like have any meaning to you other than your friends were listening to it?
0: Well, yeah, well, it it actually had a lot of meaning to me because I'd been listening to this band for, for a pretty long time. And one of the really, one of the things about listening to a lot of eclectic music is that you have to accept the fact that most of your friends will never listen to the same stuff as you. But There have been a couple albums throughout my life that are like punk albums or pop punk albums that like all of my friends also get into, which is a huge rarity. So when that happens, I just assume that everyone else will like this album. So I'm like, okay, this is perfect. Like this is the album that I am going to teach him English to. As a side note, um, the, before this, so this was probably a month into him living there. The only song that we agreed on was, um, Do you remember that uh uh mo and major laser song called lean on yeah um him and i used to listen to that song on full blast in my old chevy malibu um as we drove around because that was the only song that both of us knew and agreed on Um, so this was a bit, you didn't
1: take the time to ask him, like, what kind of music do you like and try to pick an album that would, he would enjoy. You said, this is it. You're going to learn English off of this album. Here we go.
0: Again, putting it into perspective (laughs) makes me sound like a much worse person. It,
1: it, It wasn't, it wasn't the
0: intent, but what I, as a native English speaker, what you don't realize is that. The majority of not the majority, but a lot of what we say is in idioms. And I had absolutely no idea about that until I started talking to him about this song. Um, this song in particular was uh, like the first line is, "I know you said I was over my head." So he was like, if you if you think about that very realistically, he was like, "Who was over what head?" Like how, like this person is on top of someone's head and I'm like, oh God, oh God. And then to make it worse, there is a line in here that is, I've been feeling I'm at the end of my rope. Um, And so to try to explain that idiom to someone is also incredibly challenging. Also, a, a simple twist of fate. Like when he was translating the word "twist," because he he would literally just sit on the couch and go, like he would focus on a song for an entire day, and he would put the song into Google Translate. And for instance, there's there's another line in here called that I was saying, "A simple twist of fate," did not translate because um, the word "twist" or um, to stave off monotony also didn't translate well. <laughs> so. Uh, rather than rather than teaching this guy any english i essentially spent most of the time just explaining english idioms to him and needless to say i um am not going to be going into a career in um esl let's let's just put it that way that was the one thing that i learned from this experience
1: so he was going to school this whole time was it did he not pick up any english through his schooling
0: so he he did and he actually had like a very baseline like similar to when like i don't know if you had to take like french or spanish throughout um like elementary and middle school but like
1: just high school
0: oh well that's
1: why it didn't stick
0: I took Spanish language classes from second grade through senior year of high school and now cannot speak a, a lick of Spanish, but I can kind of read Spanish. I can kind of write in Spanish, um, but can't be conversational. So he really came over here to learn to be conversational. Um. So yes, needless to so, say, it did not work.
1: So he didn't learn English from the... S- music he kind of picked it up a little bit at school did you tell your did you take full accountability for that with your dad
0: no no you took Um, full
1: credit for the little bits of english he picked up you're like yeah i taught him that
0: uh after a while we just stopped talking about it we just
1: yeah we just had to stop
0: uh yeah we, (laughs) we knew that this was a somewhat uh futile exercise um but what I like to think is much, much, much more important than um, than teaching him English is we taught him very important things about America. So the first one was um, we had a grocery store near us, and I don't know if you know this about New Jersey, but you can't sell liquor um, or beer or anything at grocery stores. You can only sell it at liquor stores. So dumb. Yes. And... <laughs> My roommate and I were heavy we're, We liked to drink a little bit back then So Benoit was super excited Because it was a Friday And he knew that on Fridays like We would just like hang out and whatnot So him being a really nice guy He went to the grocery store And he bought beer And he was like It was very weird There was only one type of beer at the grocery store And I'm like When you say grocery store Do you mean liquor store? And he's like no, 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 no. I, I went to the ShopRite, which is like a local grocery store. And I look at it, and he had bought us four six-packs of non-alcoholic beer.
1: <laughs> like root beer or just like ginger beer?
0: No. Uh, have you heard of O'Doul's?
1: I have, actually.
0: Yeah. O'Doul's is – it tastes like beer, but it doesn't have alcohol in it. And then I – Don't know why, but uh, so he paid in cash. And (laughs) when they asked him if he needed a receipt, he said no. And so we were stuck with 24 non-alcoholic beers. So, I, I mean, I taught him some important things.
1: You taught him what O'Doul's beer is?
0: I taught him that in one part of America, you cannot go to a grocery store and buy liquor.
1: Hmm. I, that yeah. is an important lesson. I'm, has he been back? Have you seen him since this point in your life?
0: No, um, <laughs> I haven't. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know if I made the best impression of America on him. Um, needless to say, it was uh, it was not one of my it was not one of my finer moments. But every time I think of this album now, I can only think of Benoit and think of his going away party that we had where we're blasting this album and our part was super hot in our apartment. We didn't have air conditioning. So we had found some like air conditioners on the air conditioner units on the side of the road and we plugged them all in. Um, so it wouldn't be so hot during uh, his going away party. And um, did you blow we- a fuse? Yeah. All the electricity went out in our apartment. <laughs> um So, like, this guy at least had a a very memorable time, um, and I very, very, very fondly um, look back on on that period of time. And every time I listen to this album, every time I hear this band, all I can think about is this French kid who loved Smirnoff Ice, bought us (laughs) non-alcoholic beer, and had to sleep in our dining room. And uh yeah, to me that is like there are certain there are certain songs that are so wildly inseparable or inseparable from people in your life and from situations. And I think that if I hear this song even 20 years from now, I am gonna think about how wonderful it was to have Benoit. Sleeping in, sleeping in our apartment and doing, doing push-ups every morning and, like I said, <laughs> drinking way too much off ice. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's my story.
1: It definitely sounds like a fantastic point in your life and a very fond memory to look back on. I'm really curious to hear Benoit's side of the story and if he feels the same way.
0: Yeah, uh, I... Once I get this episode published, I am gonna I'm gonna contact him and see if see if he'll tell his side of the story. Um, Please go ahead honest. and
1: cut out the part where I talk about his name as if he's a baguette, because yeah. he doesn't need to know that. Uh,
0: obviously, we're all about the cultural sensitivity on this podcast, so I will Clearly. cut out that exact part.
1: Okay, great. You can put it at the end as a snippet.
0: Oh that oh that is going to be our end snippet. <laughs> and for all of you avid listeners, make sure you listen to the end of every single one of our podcasts because it's usually always- me
1: sounding like an absolute dipshit. Yep. <laughs> well, just uh, for a moment, I want to revisit the fact that you tried to go on to The Bachelor. So, uh what season were you going to be on?
0: That's going to be a, that's going to be one for a separate <laughs> podcast because uh that was a period of my life where I was sleeping on my friend's uh floor and her roommates didn't know. Um, so that is gonna be a totally different episode that I'm very, very excited to share. I can't wait. All right. Well, <laughs> Sarah, thank you for having me on our own show. Um, and hopefully my the coronavirus. Pleasure does not take over seattle much more than it already has and we can have an actual real interesting guest on next week
1: fingers crossed but you never know i mean we're out of toilet paper everywhere you go so podcast guests are just a close second
0: yeah all right sarah thank you so much and i will talk to you soon
1: all right see ya i know you said i was over my episode was mixed and edited by Anil Maharjan. Sarah Harrison is the host of the show. Special thanks to Benoit for not reporting his living conditions while in the U.S. Less special thanks this week to Anil for telling another one of his stories. Finally, thank you to Natco working in downtown Seattle for giving the podcast a place to record. If you're ever interested in telling your story, submit the form on their Instagram page or email that song that got me through at gmail.com. Until next time, don't lose touch. It sounds like baguette and I love it.